ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the most famous words in motorsports with your host, Lugs and the Gas Man. Ladies and gentlemen, start your podcast. Hey folks, welcome to Wrecking Air Racing, episode 66, Wild Weekend at the Pocono. Crazy things going on at the Pocono. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you threw it for a twist, man. You never opened it up with the, the name of the race and the episode number, so cool. So this is your host, the Gas Man, and, <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's my co-host. Yeah, yeah. We kind of I'm, forgot one important aspect of our intro, but... Yeah. yeah, so I was trying something different, and it really threw me off my routine. <laughs> I guess 66 episodes... Oh, hold on, I think I'm... Yeah, I, I've mislabeled my paper. Yes, it is 66 episodes. It's all right. My I, paper says 65, and I didn't think that sounded right. So I guess episode 66... A little spontaneity. And I thought I'd try a little different intro, and I blew it. <laughs> it's all right. Just... It's everywhere, right. I don't. Yeah. I don't judge. Listeners okay, might. yeah, you whatever. Listeners might, but I don't. Whatever. Folks, thank you for listening. <laughs> thank you for joining us. Uh, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Tell your friends about us. Give us a five-star on iTunes. Yada, yada, yada. You know the rules. Help us get this show out to more people. Lugs is jumping ahead of the game a little bit and already opening his beverage. So, uh, message us, wreckingracing at gmail.com. Say hi. Say what's up. Don't be scared. Um, we, we got some emails this week. Yeah, Don't be scared. Whoever sends us the coolest meme this week that makes us laugh the most gets two bonus points for our fantasy league. <laughs> two bonus points. Five. Huh? Five. We'll, we'll bump it up. We'll put the odds a little increaser. Increaser. Wow. I am off my game tonight. <laughs> we'll, we'll increase the odds a little bit. Better open get, that beer real quick. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and open this beer. So Joseph Adams, I know you messaged us asking for some of that more of them bonus points. Uh, I know we get a couple other people ask us pretty much every week for bonus points. <laughs> Um, including myself, but I guess we're out of the running for the bonus points. Unless, unless we come up with a really I, badass meme. I have a question. Okay. Um, do we get the res- Are we resetting the points like the chase? And we go f- and, and I go through and pick out the winners and see who's got the most playoff points. And well, I mean, we, okay, so I I could see that, but my only concern is is do we create a playoff picture for our listeners to get into? I they mean, reset because they're a playoff, but do we technically, were we set up for a playoff? I mean, we can make it that way. <laughs> so, okay, so let's take a vote. Fa- well, let's, yeah, let's ask the fans. So if you play our fantasy They're all going to want to reset, right? Yeah, let's so if you, play, yeah, if you play our fantasy league, uh, shoot us an email. Tell us what we, you think we should do, if we should go with like a playoff format we, we got, or not, and let us know. five weeks to decide. Yeah, so message us. We'll come up with that decision. I I don't control the show. My vote right now is keep it the way it is. But Lugs seems like Lugs wants a reset. But obviously, we I don't care because I'm going to tank either way. <laughs> so the, I can't. I can't. Never know. You know, never know. But what I'm saying is, I'll go through. I'll tally every the you know the people that have picked the winners. You'll get some playoff points here. I'm not going to go through and pick out all the all the you know top fives and top tens and playoff points you no got but just that. like if you chose a winner i think you would get bonus points because yeah. I, I did choose six winners so far this season yeah. so you're already off to a good start so you should be a, a proponent for it you know why we might come up with that i don't know <laughs> <laughs> in that perspective that's a maybe so let us know your thoughts fans and yeah. uh we'll, we got a couple weeks so we'll mull it over yeah facebook message us twitter f- 
message message DM us. D- yeah, slide into our, our DMs. DMs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, WreckingRacing at gmail.com. All that stuff. You can even make comments on various podcast apps like Podbean or even iTunes. You know, rate us five stars and then tell us what you think we should do. We probably won't see it that way, though. But, hey, we attempt. Yeah. Uh, we got a, a quick throw out. Toby Christie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Tweeted us. Got us up on his webpage as a you know, recommended or shared podcast. So go check out Toby Christie's NASCAR podcast, too. If you just don't get enough of a fix of your fix uh, through us, yeah, and there's several podcasts out there, but Toby kind of keeps uh, a list of the NASCAR podcast. Yeah, and his uh, if you follow him on Twitter or if you don't, if you want to follow him on Twitter, his uh, name is at Toby T O B Y underscore Christie C H R I S T I E. Yeah, do so, it. So do check it. him out. Yeah. All right, man. We, we ready to jump so in this? Yeah, head let's first. Let's. let's <laughs> Make like a fetus and head out? Something <laughs> sure. like that? Okay. Let's talk about... Oh, so I'm drinking Bush this week. What are you drinking? Man, I haven't had much caffeine today, so I busted out uh, Monster Energy Rehab. All right. Wet the whistle with NASCAR sponsors. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's talk about Pocono. Pocono. What did you think of it? Uh, well, okay, so let's back up. First Pocono of the year was a dud. It was. So I kind of went into this race kind of expecting the same thing. I don't know if it was hotter track temperatures. The PJ1 they put down. Yeah, I thought it was racy. I thought it was decent. Good strategy. You know, for Pocono, I thought it was decent. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, late late race caution. Therefore, that's why it's a good race. Overall, the whole race I thought was pretty racy and pretty decent. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, From what a lot of the drivers were saying, they're saying the opposite. But, you know, they don't see what we see. Uh, and you know, had a little bit of strategy, fuel mileage, strategy. yeah, fuel mileage. Um, do you think they were going to go green there at the end? I'm gonna skip ahead there here to the very end, but do you think that it was going to go? Do you think they were going to run out of gas if it stayed green before Josh Balicki stopped on the freaking track? Yeah, I think they would. The I think they would run out of gas. Yeah, I was I was really excited for that to play out. Yeah, so was I. So it was I. And, and Josh stopped on the track, and in his defense, he broke a drive shaft. He literally could okay, not move. Okay, I never heard what it was. They so. showed a picture on Twitter. He literally could not move. There's and, of course. Drive shaft was broken, too. And, of course, no, they didn't follow up on the broadcast. And, and no, they did. And people were freaking raking him over the coals. Well. I mean, that, why would you choose to stop like that's that? That's just like yeah. David Rudiman, Martinsville, in 20, I think it was 11, when he stopped at Martinsville with, like, five to go and then set up that restart where clint boyer oh, cleaned out gordon yeah, and johnson he dove inside and yeah. took out the whole yeah. front yeah and then ryan newman went on to win yeah. yeah so um but yeah overall good race good race i think uh one of the better pocono races that i've probably seen in the last few years yeah exactly my 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 uh regards as well we had, we had some it's... drama some drama between <laughs> kurt bush there, yeah and, and stenhouse. stenhouse and between suarez and bubba that was just a racing deal i don't understand the stenhouse and the uh bubba and the, well the stenhouse not, not suarez okay stenhouse and kurt bush spit it out which one are we going to talk about first we're talking about stenhouse and bush stenhouse and bush okay so stenhouse and bush it, it was absolutely a racing deal. I think uh, Stenhouse got his panties in a bunch a little yeah, too early on that. Absolutely. Because, I mean, obviously, Kurt was trying to avoid the 14 car. No one crashed. They Yeah, they made contact, slapped the wall, didn't help themselves out any, but they had it all gathered up, trucking down the straightaway there, and then 
Stenhouse just hooks Kurt, which Ricky, ruined Ricky Spinhouse. Which ruined the what was it, the thirty six? I think it was. Yeah, Matt Tift. Yeah, he almost ruined, came off the ground. He almost flipped. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, what the hell? And then, so afterwards, you know, we see the tweet come out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, uh, <laughs> Kurt Busch said, you know, I'll take the uh, I'll take the high road. You know, Stenhouse isn't gonna probably follow me up there anyways. Something along those lines. Yeah. So yeah, Kurt's like, I'm gonna take the high road. Maybe Stenhouse will hit me up there. Yeah. And then Stenhouse came back says, you can walk across the road or whatever. And basically say, hey, come on, bring it on, man. Yeah. Uh, he did also, I saw another tweet. I think Bob Pockrass. Hey, it's Bob Pockrass. Said uh, <laughs> he talked to them. And he talked I need to, to that Stenhouse. to his face at Bristol. He said that the Stenhouse, or he, he interviewed Stenhouse uh, as a follow-up. And Stenhouse said, I texted Kurt, but I have not heard back. And then he also followed up and said that Kurt has more to lose in this than I do. And I disagree with that. While Kurt is locked into the playoffs now, and yeah, you could argue he could but he's locked in. get dumped out in the in the playoffs. Stenhouse is on the border. Is well, not, well he was he's outside. He's way yeah, outside. Yeah, I mean, but he had a chance to be on the border. To me, Stenhouse, I would want to think he's had a shit year, right? I think right. he's in risk losing his ride. What has he done in that? I mean, he's got two wins. Okay, so let's talk about that. Restrictor plate wins. Okay, so you bring this up. You're opening this door here, something that we have not talked about before. He gets kicked to the curb. Who's taking it? There's a lot of people coming up that would love to have that. Oh, absolutely. So who? How about Tyler Reddick? Okay, which is a possibility. Yeah. Do you see We'll talk about that a little bit, too. Yeah. I mean, there's a... there's. Okay, so we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. We'll talk about some maneuvering and stuff here in a little bit. Um, but I'm just saying, he's saying that Kurt's got a lot more to lose, uh, and I'm and I'm going to disagree with that. I mean, I don't know what his. No, I, I agree with you. I, I, I don't think, know what his, I think Stenhouse is the worst position. I don't know what his contract is, and I don't know how long Fastenal or Fifth Third, whoever the hell is on the car this week, Hugs is. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Is signed with them, but I mean that dude's not making a lot of friends out there. So I don't want to interrupt the podcast real quick, but I just look down. Your dog is literally asleep with his toy stuck in his mouth. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. Maybe you no. Know, I'm gonna throw that on Snapchat real quick. So follow us on Snapchat. If he you had have. A, he had a rough day, man. What do you do? Play with other dogs? Yeah. Uh, so then we had an incident with Suarez and Bubba, which I really never did hear what the exact situation was there. Um, I guess Suarez was unhappy with. The way Bubba raced him or passed him or I, I don't know. Something to do with that last restart I never personally actually heard. Uh, but then they were they were having a much calmer discussion on Pit Road. Um, and then there was actually some kind of funny, funnier, friendly tweets that they were inter- exchanging after the, after the race as well. Uh, hat tip to, well, obviously we haven't covered this yet. Denny Hamlin won the race. Woo! Yeah, woo. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. But uh, third win for Hamlin, man. Yeah, well, who expected it after last season? I didn't, and honestly, I think earlier in the year, me and you both had the discussion that we both could see Hamlin working his yeah. way out of Gibbs yeah, if he exactly. didn't produce this year. And he's produced, so does this solidify his home at Gibbs? Hmm. I mean, he's obviously a solid block for the championship now. He's going to start with so a decent amount of bonus points. So when you say solidify his home, you mean like just this year? or well, No, no, not this year. Foregoing, foregoing. Does, does he have a I home? I think he's there at, until he retires. Does he, really? I think he's there so until he retires. He's, 
Unless Kyle he hold- Bush, he's Kyle Bush level then. Yeah, okay. basically. So my worry is not worry, but the, the only way I think my words come back to haunt me if he tends to hold on like somebody like a Richard Petty or DW or somebody like that who's kind of past their prime but still wants to throw in a car here and there, then I think he'll take it. You know, somebody else. We basically he would retire from mm-hmm. Gibbs essentially and go race for one of the lower. Kind of like Kenseth did. Yeah, he kind of bounced around a little yeah. bit. Yeah, or hell, even Mark Martin. Right. Um. Okay. Yeah, I mean... What do you think, Mark Martin? What do you think of Roush? Yeah. Yeah, so same thing Same thing with Kenseth. Same thing with... Uh, with uh, I think Hamlin's going to be... No, Joe, Joe Gibbs. Just no question about it. For the most part, him. Roush. But, I mean, hell, he went to Hendrick. He went to Jermaine. You talking about Mark to, Martin? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But when you think Mark Martin, you automatically think six-car Valvoline. I don't know if I do or not, man. Because he was... only way you don't is because you're a Hendrick fanboy. Or you were a really big Hendrick, Hendrick fanboy back in the day. No, I mean, none of those really popped in my head. I figure you're The first thing that popped in my head for some Kellogg's. reason, and I don't even know why, was the 01 Army car. I don't know why that's where my mind went, but that's mm. where my mind went first. Yeah, I, I wasn't thinking that. And, I mean, he drove that while once. And they, did he even drive it a full season? I, he, <laughs> shared, he shared a ride with Eric Amarola. I don't know, man. You're taking me down memory lane. Yeah, I, I know. I, know. I normally remember stuff, but I don't. I can't tell you that. I'd have to dig up the old. So I thought he only did a part-time book. schedule I, with Eric doing the other. I know he did at some point, but I don't know if he maybe ran a full season before. I, I'd yeah. have to look. But uh, so, but no, that's uh, you know, good for Hamlin. Um, third win of the year. I really thought jones was going to challenge there on that last lap a little bit more than he did he was right there he yeah. just needed him to bobble a little bit yeah i mean i really didn't know what to expect you know that last restart i didn't know if hamlin's going to get out and get the win and you know get into turn three or stumble run out fuel. gas yeah. i was actually really excited about that just trying to figure out what happened but what i was worried about was that that green white checker situation basically did put everybody to the good on fuel mm-hmm which yeah. I mean, it's not usually it's not usually a bad thing. It just I wanted to see it play out as it fueled my. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had people really, really stretch it and run out of you know come up on the losing yeah. and run out of gas. Those those races are fun to have every once in a while. Every once in a while. So one a year is good. Yeah. Which, oh. And we haven't had one that yeah. I can remember for a while. So, um, Larson had a good rebound. He's had a, a couple of rough weeks. <laughs> I chose I, him. Got like yeah. I say rebound. He crashed like in practice. Yes, along he did. with Chase Elliott. But um, he finished. He came back. Finished fifth. Yeah. And the, at the end, I thought he was going to contend for the win, and then he kind of got loose and dropped back a little bit. Yeah. So good for Larson. Uh, hat tip. Daniel Hemrick seventh. Yeah, man. And William Byron fourth. So good. Good. I didn't really hear a lot of people talk to talk about William, but good on him. Good for that. Good for that team. Um. Other takeaways for Pocono. Uh, overall, I thought that for Pocono it was a good race. I enjoyed it. I think there was a lot of racing back and forth. I think that that PJ one, where it's called, did really well. Um, I don't. I, I just I had a fun weekend with it. Awesome. And I mean, and how could you say anything bad about Harvick's car? That was a pretty awesome looking car. Yeah, yeah, that was. You uh, buying that diecast? I don't know. Yeah, man. probably. Just say you are, because we all know that you're like, yeah, then you're gonna do it. I don't know, man, because I feel like I, I bought, I purchased, pre-ordered so, the millennial car. So here's the deal: they got you on hook, line, and sinker over here. 
They got you. They're you like, know, oh, we'll just yeah. keep pumping these out so people will buy the whole set. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They got you on the millennial car. They're going to get you on this car. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. I didn't pre-order. I'll tell you that much This as of yet. Not yet. So yeah, not I'll yet. think about it, man. I'm trying to trying to dial back my purchases, you know. So talking about do, that, do we're going to be spending a lot of money going to Bristol soon. Do a couple a year. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to go to Bristol. So fans, if you're listening... Say, hey, what's up? Maybe we'll have a koozie for you or something. Yeah. So, do we go ahead and announce who we at least have one interview with? No. No? No, okay. we're keeping that in the pocket. Okay. You want to share it? I mean, I, I think it's a big deal. It is a big deal. I, th- I mean, I think it's like a, like a really well, we big gotta deal. we got to hook them. Okay, so fans... Make sure Bristol weekend you stay tuned. Probably Facebook Live, Snapchat. I don't know how we're going to yeah, do we, it. Yeah, we don't have a. We, we got to figure out what we're going to do first. Yeah, we here we we've been presented with the opportunity to do an interview that we really don't want to f up. Yeah. So by far the biggest name the that we've been involved with. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Now here's the thing: all the people we've had on the show has been great. So I'm not saying this person's even better than them. I'm no, just saying absolutely that not. In in the sport, a lot bigger name. Uh, this person has it's maybe hard to land. Of, it's hard to land anybody. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So I, I'll throw you out who it's not. It's not Joey Logano because I was turned down for that. <laughs> and Brad. And Brad, pretty much. They told me on Brad that basically maybe you can catch pound sand. Yeah, basically. Yeah, in, in a nice, in a nice way. I, lo- I, I never. I mean, I heard the term before, but until you brought it up recently, I'm yeah, using go it, pound I'm, sand. I'm yeah, I, I, do, I use that term quite frequently. Go pound sand. Yeah. <laughs> So think about it, you're on the beach, you're not a bad day, you start hitting the sand. Yeah. You don't really make it anywhere. So yeah. go pound sand. Yeah. yeah. That uh, is a term I use frequently. So anyway, uh, he is a race winner. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, we'll keep him on we'll keep him on the hook one more one more week or so till we get some more details. Do we out. do we talk about the next couple of weeks since we're already discussing? Yeah, let's go of? ahead before we move on to Xfinity. So over the next couple of weeks there will be a little bit of a difference in our show. Uh and I'll I'll take the blame for it. It's all me. It's so your fault. It is it is my fault. So next week uh, I probably will not will not be on the show. It's going to be probably Lugs and a guest host. Probably our buddy Sokka, Sokka who's been on the show a couple times, but it's been mm-hmm. a while. It has, yeah. I don't. Even, it's been a year, probably. I would say. Yeah. So we needed him back on the show anyway because he is our friend. It just so happens that it's, it's timing with the weekend. I or a week I cannot be here. So unfortunately, with work, yeah. I have to do some traveling for work. Yes. And that is going to keep me away from. This podcast and potentially the next one, but I think what we're gonna try to well, do on that one. So, yeah, we I think what we've already discussed. We just do it, yeah. doing a, a live or in motion remote while we're driving to Bristol, like we did with Charlotte. Yeah. So if you remember our show from the Charlotte, like preceding Charlotte, that'd be two weeks from now. <clears throat> we uh, basically Lugs was driving, I was holding the microphone, and we did a podcast driving down the highway. Yeah. This is going to be very similar to that. So what's happening... And we got a longer drive, so... What's happening is that Lugs is actually meeting me out of town. I'm actually flying into a different city to meet Lugs on the way to Bristol. And that's going to be on Wednesday. So we'll either record it late Wednesday night or record it early Thursday morning when we actually get into Bristol. And this interview that we're throwing the fishing line out with will happen Thursday morning. Yeah. Yeah. So set your watches. Yeah. So, a little bit of a shake-up in the next two weeks. We promise it's temporary. Yes. Uh, but next week, we'll still have the podcast up, I think, on Wednesday. Uh, normal time. Sure. Just be sure. Just be a guest 
yeah. uh, guest joining us. And so. if I have a moment, I'll try to call in. I just can't guarantee that at this yeah. point. Yeah. Give us your take or uh, opinion on Watkins Glen. <laughs> I may skip that week. We'll, we'll see. You're, you're always we'll favorite see. road yeah. courses. All right. Let's talk about Xfinity. Uh, Mr. Chase Briscoe. Yeah. Stole a win yeah. this weekend from Christopher Bell. Chris He's had won, won enough. He's won enough. Yeah. Five wins, looking like six. He took both of the stage wins, was out front, and basically, I wouldn't say he got snookered because Chase, uh, Chase took it from him, and but he earned it. He outraced Chase. I'm sorry, outraced uh, Chris. Chris. So good to Chase Briscoe. He's had a very up and down year. He's got a lot of crashes this year, honestly. Uh, but he's him, also him. had some really good runs. Yeah. Really good runs. So um, I tip to seeing him getting in victory Andy, lane. he's an Indiana boy. Yep. I'm excited. He so, actually raced our local track here several times. Yep. Yep. So excited to exciting to see him get a win and shake up. And it's not one of the big three that we've been talking about all season. No disrespect to – Reddick or Custer or Bell, but yeah. cool to see somebody yeah, else break absolutely. in there. And let me ask you, is this race going to be known for Briscoe winning or the other thing that happened? The car hitting the sweeper. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. I didn't have that in my notes. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yeah, that was crazy. Is that? It's not as big as the jet dryer. I know okay, a lot it's people... not big as the jet dryer. True, but do we remember who actually won that race or do we remember the jet dryer? I'm sure you remember who won that race, but overall, as a general NASCAR fan, they remember the jet drive. Oh, yeah. So this race, they're not going to remember Chase winning. They're going to remember Dylan Bassett smoking the sweeper going yeah. into the pits. Yeah. That was unfortunate. And, and, and not that it was really his fault. There's a cloud of crap cloud of you couldn't dust. see. And, I mean, they opened the pit road. Why would you do that? With the thing down there. I mean, normally they'll keep it closed and have them go around one more there were still 26 laps in the race to go i don't understand steve phelps um did say you know or maybe it was steve o'donnell i can't remember which one basically said yeah we're gonna we're gonna improve work to learn and steve improve. o'donnell work to learn and improve from that process oh your buddy yeah which i've made never mind i won't even go into it in <laughs> case they by chance listen to this <laughs> It's like the uh, lugs is messaging me. Don't get our our uh, Bristol credential for Vogues. <laughs> well, I mean, you never know. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, you know, we might be tapped. Might be like FBI. Yeah, uh, NASCAR officials are listening in. Um, but yeah, no, I, you asked me that. I can't remember who. What was that? Twenty eleven or twenty twelve when Montoya 20, hit the? I think it was two thousand eleven because you and Saka actually were at my house earlier that day to watch the race, but then it was rain delayed. Yeah, so was it Harvick that one then? I think I can't remember. I really don't remember. I'm pretty sure it's two thousand eleven though. You googling it? Yep. All right. So I'll move on to the truck series. Uh, truck was at Pocono as well. Saw Mr. Ross Chastain. Chastain can't say his name. Uh, take the win. So another win for him. That's impressive. Technically, I guess it wasn't say. eleven. That was Trevor Baines. So it must have been twelve. Okay. So twelve. Matt Yep. Twelve was the Kinseth. Yeah, and I junior, still got it. Junior and second. Yeah. So let me verify that was actually um, 2012. Pretty sure it was. Can we keep talking all? <clears throat> Uh, Chastain's 2012, yeah. Technically, technically Chastain's what third win, even though one of them got revoked. Yeah, well, uh, technically. Yep. So 
good on that team, man. Still, I don't think have sponsorship. It's good because they will like come back from that disqualification and prove that they're still. They capable. deserve to be yes, there. Yes. Yes. Uh, it kind of embarrassing for Stuart Friesen crashed on lap one, turn one. <laughs> yeah, they're just talking about how there's a chance he's gonna win this race, and they wrecks. Yeah. Uh, so now he's literally on the verge of falling out of the top. 10 point standings or is it top eight for the truck series i can't remember eight or ten he's only got like a 13 point cushion over harrison burton which is kind of sad in itself that he's yeah still ahead of harrison harrison and kbm equipments yeah outside of the cutoff anyways uh, i'm sure Kyle Bush is happy about that uh eldora this weekend yeah, tomorrow, gonna, yeah, I, I should I say this weekend, but it's probably tomorrow, the, Thursday. Probably the funnest truck race of the season. There's yeah. so many ringers. So back yeah. in the day, we used to see ringers in the in the road courses. Yeah. Now we see the ringers in the dirt yeah. race. Everybody wants to win that race, yeah. Yeah. Um, and one cool thing, man, this weekend that I saw, we I haven't seen in a while, Haviland was back on a vehicle. Yeah, that was awesome, wasn't it? Black car, Haviland. Yeah. Had was the, it number 99, maybe? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ben Rhodes. Um, wonder if this is maybe their... Are they testing the waters? Uh, I think it's more of a memoriam type thing than so much testing the waters. Haviland's not what they used to be when it comes to being... Back in the day, oil companies were like front, center, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. I think anymore, about the only one you really see is Lucas Oil as being like in your face. Hey, we're here. Yeah, you know? and even sponsorship-wise, I mean... You see Quaker State a few times so on the difference Menard, is, but right. So the difference is back in the day, everybody changed their own oil. Uh, anymore, who changes their own oil? Some Deal- people. Quick lubes or dealerships. But that, that's it. Yeah. So you use whatever they have. Yeah. So there's not it's, the marketing has changed a lot in the oil industry. Yeah. Than good what point. It used to good be. point. Is Havlin their own company, or are they in? Are they part of like say Quaker State? Because I know a lot of them yeah, have. So I. I they used to be their own company, but I'm sure they've probably merged, merged. with somebody now. Cause they all have, you know, yeah. Exxon Mobil, for example, or, uh, you know, was it Chevron and mm. Chevron? I don't remember now. But anyway, they're all a whole bunch of them merged together. Uh, I know Pennzoil and Quaker State used to be the same company back in the day. I'm assuming they still are, you know, stuff like that. So uh, definitely, I mean, I, I don't know, but I'm, my safe guess is that they probably merged with another company which is interesting i didn't know Pennzoil and quaker state were the same it takes me back to like when hendrick was you know sponsored by quaker state but yet you had Pennzoil on like dei car right right. you know so just kind of interesting in retrospect there now it's kind of like you know they may be owned by the same parent company but they're still separate entities yeah so they're able to kind of do what they want to do put their marketing dollars Mm -hmm. where they want right so all right. Well, let's shift into uh, new gear. Let's talk about some news this week. So, let's, let's talk. Let's back up just real briefly here, Lugs. What about the iRacing event that happened Thursday? Nationally televised All Star iRacing event. Yes. Did you watch it? I did watch it. So, I mean, what what were your thoughts? I watched the last part of it. Yeah. Um, so, compared to an actual race, did you enjoy it? Did you were like, oh man, this is like they're passing, they're doing, you know, how was the announcing? Well, like, there was not a single yellow flag. I don't understand why because there was a couple cars you saw spin or like crash in the background, but they there was never a yellow flag. There was no mention of it, and I don't know. I don't know if it was recorded ahead of time and then they went back and edited it all. I don't know how they did it, but it, something wasn't adding up to me. Um, 
Parker Kligerman started like on the pole, if I remember correctly. He started top five, definitely, and he finished like in the 30s. Ooh, man. Um, so, dude, there's no doubt about it. It takes talent for sure. It was only a 70-lap race, so it was like a heat race. But, you know, everybody had to manage their tires. Some people were on different strategies as far as, you know, conserve tires and things of that nature. But it was a fixed setup. That's normally what I race is the fixed setup because you're on – you know, and then it's all skill rounds, yeah, to see what you can do with it, and that puts the strategy in your hands, right? You, you know, you're the one that's in control of your tire use, your consumption, how hard you go if you want to save some for later. Uh, but yeah, I mean, those guys are so damn fast, it's crazy. But it was cool to see it, you see it get some recognition, recon, recognition, recognition, uh, you know, get in the spotlight yeah. a little bit, yeah, a- absolutely. And those guys, so name but, it, okay. We've seen people come from the esports world and drive in Cup. William Byron, Byron, yeah, right. Name another sport where someone can go from being an esports player to an actual player. NFL. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I, really, really, you think so? I don't know, man. Uh, I think it presents a different opportunity for people than most sports do when it comes from me. from the esports yeah. world. Absolutely. Uh, but no, it's cool. Um. Other than that, I, I hope it, I hope they pick up maybe some more televised races. I know they stream a lot. You know, there's a lot of like the the peak antifree series. You know, that's that's always streaming online. But it'd be cool to see it get some more mainstream media pickup. It was the other thing was cool to see the actual teams. You know, teams had these sponsored eye drivers. You yeah. know, like Woods yeah. Brothers and Clint Boyer had a driver and stuff. So, it'd be interesting to see if that doesn't span out you know into more develop more more people more drivers pick up these you know developmental iRacing drivers and so on and so forth so we'll see they keep uh, that prize money in there they're going to I can tell you that that's only going to interest <laughs> more people yeah heck yeah I don't know how much the winner got but I'm curious um so move on to so some news yeah so we're talking about Dora. yes right tomorrow tomorrow but what's important about Aldora? One is who owns Aldora? Tony Stewart. What happened this week with Tony Stewart? He punched a dude <laughs> with a left hook. I, I don't remember where he was, but like he blew an engine lap one or something. And some dude was like heckling them. He's trying to sign autographs, talking to West fans. Wisconsin or something. And this guy just keeps going on. So Stewart's like giving him a finger, fuck you, man. And just like keeps going. And all these other people are like, hey, to the heckler or whatever. And finally, the guy's got, I got two of those. I guess he flipped up double birds to Stewart or something, and he just snapped. So Stewart ran over there and just jacked him right in the face. That was hilarious. The only, I, I enjoyed get... it. The only negative there was that there was a little girl there. Yeah, that she had looked to like be, she was petrified. Yeah, that was stuck in the middle of all that. I, I was pretty, sucks for her. Well, that, I mean, that's a great way to get an assault charge. Honestly, you know, it's all on camera. Oh, it missed very well. He's not like he's opposed to charges. Well, dude, I mean, you use your damn head, Tony. Yeah, no, all I, no, the shit absolutely. That you've been through, yeah, you know better than that. Yeah, I mean, of all people who should know better, yeah. especially that dirt track, you killed been. a man. Yeah. So, so he, if it know, if dude. it was you know intentional or not, that's an argument that we're not having, but it did happen. D- diffuse the situation. Just get away, walk off, whatever. But yeah, unfortunate nonetheless, and. What day was that? Was that before Pocono? It was, right? Yeah. Obviously, 
you know, they're not going to pick up or report on any of that for race day, but it still shines the sport negatively, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, definitely be smarter. It's still funny, though. But be smarter, Tony. Um, we get uh, while we're kind of talking about Pocono a little bit, we've got some uh, double header details for next year's race. The Saturday, oh, yeah, Sunday I forgot event. to write those notes down. Yeah, yeah, inverting that's yeah. Interesting. What do you think about that? Using the same car on Saturday and Sunday, impound race, same using the same pit stalls, same engine. <sighs> if you change engines, you got to go to but to the back. I I like it. And what I mean by that is, man, it's a challenge that the teams that really haven't been given. So it changes things up. So yeah. it really presents not just a driver. And you can go to a, team a backup a... car, correct? So if I crash out in race one Saturday, I can pull my back up and still start race two, right? On yeah, Sunday. from the yeah. back. From yeah. the back. So that's cool. I, I think that's a pretty good idea. So the question is, how many teams are going to set up a backup car and just go to that and give up their qualifying time? Or give up their their position to starting them back with a fresh car, because that's a lot of stress on an engine. Yeah, you, I mean, you take that risk. There, there's a whole new level of yeah, strategy exa- there. Exactly. That's why I'm liking the idea. You know, I dude, really it, wish. It, not I only, really wish we were at Pocono next year. I really do. Not only hint, hint, hint. <laughs> not only the engine, but I mean the whole car, right? This, the the. I mean, drivetrain, we saw a failure of that. This, this, I mean, yeah. why not? If you're going to be inverted, if you win Saturday, why not just go ahead and pull your backup car out? Brand new car, yeah. equal to your Saturday car. You're going to start in the back, anyways, and pull it's that puppy out. got a lot less out. mileage and tear. And yeah, that brings a whole new element. Absolutely. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So I, that's what I'm excited about is the cat and mouse. What's so going why, to happen? Yeah, there's going to be some people play some games. Oh, yeah, a- absolutely. So yeah, I'm I'm actually pretty excited to see how that that weekend plays out. Um, what other news? So you got? did you see that Dina Hamlin's going to be Jimmy Johnson's crew chief? <laughs> yeah, I did see that. I saw someone tweet about it. <laughs> I can't remember his name now. What's, I know you probably know. What's the guy's name? What the new crew chief? Oh. Uh, the the picture he that they put it looked like Denny Hamlin standing next to Jimmy Johnson. In my opinion, obviously it wasn't exactly like Hamilton, yeah, Hamlin, but it looked pretty of, close. A little bit of resemblance. Yeah. So let's talk about that new crew chief for Johnson with five races to go. Good move, bad move. It's not gonna hurt. Can't get any worse. Yeah, it's not gonna in hurt. In my opinion, I mean, it can. So I think, so I think but, it's a. I think it's a good move to try it. And wh- what I've heard is with this guy, and I can't remember his name, and I apologize, I didn't write it down. Uh, he's very well respected. He's and people, only thirty-one. People really like him. Well, I mean, how old is how old is Adam Stevens? When, when, when he started winning with Bush? Well, I don't know. He's probably what thirty-five now. Really? I don't think he's that old. My point is, does that really matter? I mean, we're, we're old lugs, so they're all. Going I know to it's us. like we get older, but it doesn't feel that way. So when I hear we get older, 31, but they stay the same age. <laughs> when I hear when I hear you know there's a crew chief that's going to be stepping in for seven time champion at 31 years old, it just catches me off guard. I know it shouldn't, but and the guy was on the on Johnson's team when he won the championship in 2016, so he's obviously learned some ro- learned the ropes. So Adam Stevens is 41, but Cole Pern is 36. Yeah. So. It makes me feel not not any better. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, Cole Pern doesn't look like he's thirty six though. I don't know. 
how would you say Cole Pern is if you didn't know who he was and you saw him on the street? I th- I think he'd be probably low forties. Is, yeah, is my guess. I would I would agree with that. Uh, Great guy, he's thirty nine. Okay. Just kind of give you some ideas. But how old is Gustafson? Probably I'm gonna say he's thirty seven. I don't know. He's been with Mark he's Martin been, a long dude, time. Dude, he's been a crew chief. It feels like forever. Yeah, no, I'm going to say 43. Hell, I don't know. He don't look that old, but I know he's been around a while. Uh, there's multiple people with that name, so give me a second to to look it up. Okay. Um, oh, our buddy Steve Luvender from last week. Luvender, yeah. Got our uh, got our logo into iRacing on Trading Paints, so you can upload our logo onto your car on Trading Paints and show that off to the world as you race on iRacing. Yeah, help represent us. Just don't wreck a lot of people. Uh, so hat tip. Thanks, Steve. We appreciate it. Yeah, Enjoyed absolutely. having you on the show, and thanks for fun. doing that. So uh, Gustin is 43. Okay. So... So here I'm on. I'm on a, a couple of weeks ago. We talked about a dream you had. What was your dream? When Bowman won. Yeah. Yeah. So you had a dream that Bowman won, although albeit fuel mileage. I that, did. That I should have left that detail out, and then you would have never known. True. So, but anyway, you regardless, you had a dream Bowman won in Chicago, and you won, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I had an interesting dream last or over the weekend or whatever. Maybe it was Thursday, Friday last week. I had a dream that I met Dale Jr. And I went back to his house, was hanging out, and he was doing stuff around the house. And then uh, I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, Chase is coming over to record a podcast. I'm like, oh, cool, okay. I was, I was like, well, I'm going to leave. He's like, no, man, just hang out. I'm like, all right. So I'm like hanging out, and here comes Chase walking with a couple other people. And Chase is like just a real quiet, shy guy. Like I try to go up to him a couple times to just introduce myself. And it just like he's like, what's up? You know, very <laughs> Just cool. like Chase, I yeah, probably yeah, exactly, would. exactly, exactly. So here's the funny part. I had no idea that freaking Chase was on Dale Junior, Junior Dale Download. Jr. Download this week. So Chase was actually on Junior's podcast this week, and I had dreamed that just a couple days ago. You're gonna have to start. We're gonna have to start <laughs> sending these out, man. Because yeah, I, I know it's we've crazy. got the NASCAR gods in this podcast, man, and we're, we're channeling the energy. Yeah, yeah, we are NASCAR gods. What are you talking about? So fans, sent wreckingracing@gmail.com. Send us some of your craziest like NASCAR-related dreams. Yeah. Maybe we'll post that on Twitter and Facebook too. I mean, I mean, if you're getting banged by Joey Logano, I don't necessarily need to know that. But you know, unless you really want to share that, I mean, that's up to you. It's just weird, but you know, whatever your dreams was, NASCAR keep related. Keep it PG. I don't want to hear about that. Um, <laughs> so what I'm getting to is actually, did you listen to the podcast? I, I, I listened to part of it, and this is actually what I want to get to is that Dell Junior found out something researching Chase that I didn't know Clyde. either. Did you know this? I did not. So, for all you Chase fans, we're about to blow you away. You ready? His Chase's real name. name is not Chase. It actually, it's not even his middle name. <laughs> it's Clyde. William Clyde Elliott. William Clyde Elliott. William, obviously, after his dad. Clyde, after I don't know what. <laughs> Elliott. But his fr- he said that some of his close friends do call him Clyde. Yeah, he said Blaney calls him Clyde. So, there is no Chase in his name. Yeah, It's William funny. Clyde Elliott. While we're talking about Chase, he debuted the car for Bristol. Yes. Hooters. The Hooters, Hooters paint car. scheme. We get to see it in person. We're going to see it in person. 
Uh, Hooter Spirits is the theme. Yeah. And if you listen to the Al Jr. download, you'll hear him talk about that a little bit. He got the first run of the alcohol line that they're producing. He brought it into... Chase uh, it or Junior did? Chase did. And he took it into the Dale Jr. download. Nice. Uh, so they're producing gin, rum, vodka, and whiskey. So hmm. those those four. Now, what the, he didn't really elaborate on is, like, are these going to be in liquor stores or is Hooters restaurants serving them exclusively? That's what I don't know, and they didn't really say. Uh, but if they sell in liquor stores, you're going to buy some there, Gas Man? I, I might try it. I might try it. At least yeah. a little whiskey. Um, Maybe we can try some on the air. I wonder if they would send us some. <laughs> Email them. We might try that. If not, we'll just buy some up. and drink some on the air, maybe. <laughs> um, maybe we could drink some while we're in Bristol. Going back to the Dale Jr. download, that episode caught me off a little gar- off guard a little bit. Did you listen to the first part of it? Is that I, I did not. What part did you listen to? Just that whole Chase thing. Oh. Like There was like a like a short clip of it. That's what I listened to. So before they brought Chase in, they were talking about vacations because I guess um, – one of them was on vacation last week and just came back. And I don't know, somehow they got to talking about partying and if any of them would ever shit their pants. <laughs> <laughs> Who hasn't? Who hasn't? I Who haven't. Really? Yeah. You have? Well, I mean, we all get sick <laughs> oh, and stuff, whoa, right? Whoa. I, I mean, I'm sure, yes. Yes, I, mean, I have been, I have been sick. Than... I have been sick and I have shit myself before. Yes. <laughs> Yes, so <laughs> I can't believe you're bringing this up on the show. So here, well, I'm, I, I'm figure, not, I figured I'm Dale not, Jr. can bring it up. Then yeah, we definitely so I'm not going to deny it. So here, here's a situation <laughs> one time. So you know, back in like 2010 or whatever, I had stomach surgery done. Yeah. So part of the repercussion of stomach surgery is what they call dumping syndrome. <laughs> so if you take in too much like sugar or something like that, your body can't handle it, freaks right. out, it voids everything, like yeah, it's like yeah. flushes out immediately. Explosively. I had one experience with that. I I hope the guy never had to experience something like that again in my life. So you know what? You know what? Screw it. I I, I'm just gonna talk about the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure the listeners probably want to hear it. Yeah. So anyway, I'm like sitting there at the computer at my house. I'm living in Texas at the time, and we have tile floors. (laughs) So tiles all through the house. There's only there's only carpet in the bedrooms. Okay. So I'm sitting there. I don't remember why. What I even had. I don't know if it's a bite of ice cream, a candy bar. I don't You're remember. Basically, lactose intolerant, right? Essentially, yes, I am. I, like Dairy Queen ice cream tears me the f up. So yeah. I, I can eat it, but I know I'm going to be by a shitter for the next three, four hours, three, four days. <laughs> so, so anyway, I don't remember the. I don't remember the scenario. I don't. I don't remember what I had. Uh-huh. What I remember is. Just out of nowhere, going, oh shit! Like literally, okay. <laughs> and I run. And as I'm running, it's just flying out. <laughs> and of course, stupid me, you know, I have a, in the house I was in, there's a, there's a bathroom down the hallway, like all tile to the bathroom. No, stupid me takes a left turn, runs through the bedroom to use the master bath. <laughs> in the car. And there's a trail from the living room through the house, through the master bath, <laughs> or through the master bedroom into the bath. <laughs> oh my god and this is great because i've never heard this story before you've never told me this no and you're sharing it with everybody i you know what i <laughs> what i had to lose at this point oh man that's good stuff yeah if you don't listen to the show please do i guess i don't know you get shit like this it's very random that i was not expecting to even talk about yeah tonight. and if you want to hear junior's stories man they had some good ones too oh man you have to have something like that 
Don't be scared. No, I don't, man. I can't think of anything. So I know there's at least two times kind of going on the conversation we just had. There's been at least two times I've texted you that I've had shit on the way home. After, yeah. After, after, after dropping my daughter off at her house. <laughs> So I go, get, go get I go get ice cream, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'll be all right for a couple hours. And unfortunately, my daughter's mother lives like 40 minutes from me. So I drive her out to her mom's house, drop her off. And on the way home, I have to pull over. And every time <laughs> is right by your parents' house. <laughs> There's like this little abandoned road right by your parents' house. I have to pull down there and just drop my drawers and just blow, <laughs> blow all over the road. <laughs> So what do you do now? Lugs, what do you do now? Every time you drive past that road, what do you do? I take a picture on Snapchat and I send it to you. (laughs) Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Oh, man. So that's similar to Junior's story. He had like two two episodes. He said one, they had just done like this big media day in New York or Chicago. And they had like this chauffeur. And he was like taking them from place to place. And he said they left one place. And he was like, stop the car, stop the car. He said he was like on the freeway, on the interstate. He said he had to like run out of the car, hop over a guardrail, and just crapped right there on the next <laughs> side of the interstate. You imagine driving down the highway, look over, and you see Dale Jr. <laughs> shit on the side of the road. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then he said another time he was uh, coming back from vacation. He, he, I think he said it was back in like his Budweiser days or something like that. He said a bunch of buddies had just been partying hard and just, you know, eating, drinking a bunch of trash and just didn't make it in time. And similar to your story, <laughs> as just a bad deal, man. Just a bad deal. Thank you for sharing that, though. That, that made Yeah, I'm glad everybody can get off of my entertainment. <laughs> yeah. Or get entertained off of my misery. It was rough, man. <laughs> rough. You know what? I look back at it now, I'll laugh because it's my ex wife that cleaned it up. <laughs> Yeah, what so, did you do? Did you just go lay down? I don't. Even, I don't remember other than like just the trail behind me. I doubt. I don't remember. I don't. I, I'm sure I sat there the for dog, a good half hour. Like, oh my minutes. god! Food. Also <laughs> 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 not. Uh, uh, so going in, we do have a fan question tonight. So the fan question from one of our fantasy players who's going to stay behind me forever and points will never pass me says. Listening to Dale Jr. podcast and Chase Elliott and him were talking about side draft, and it made me wonder what if, let's say, Jr., Stewart, and Gordon were all in the Cup Series. Who's you, this from? Uh, Joseph Adams. Do you think they would be more dominant than they were since there is more side drafting now than there was then? Those, those guys knew how to side draft. My answer is no, and the reason why is because... It's so the, much more competitive? Exactly. Exactly. So I don't I think would, that's I, what I would say too. Because then you can have one little edge and horsepower to help you out a little bit. Now you don't really have that edge. So I think it, it brings a whole different dynamic. And I understand what you're saying, Joseph. And it's a very good, valid point. I just think with the environment the way it is now, just compared to a couple of years ago, it's completely different. Mm. I think it'd be actually more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Um,. Hey, Vinny got some uh, NASCAR.com time this week. Yeah, and, and NASCAR and NBC uh, yeah. mentioned them during uh, practice. So Pit Viper is going to be sponsoring him for the rest of the season? Yes. So yeah. great. You know, I got my pair of Pit Viper 2000s blackouts. Mm-hmm. Love them. Uh, Lugs is getting a pair soon. Yeah. The Exciter series. Yeah. Yeah. My head's too small, man. I can't pull them <laughs> off. 
head's way too. My I got like a baby head on my shoulders. You, you do, you do. I mean, hey, there's a then, me, there's then, a meme idea. There's then, a meme idea for the bonus points. Huh? So there's a meme and, idea with some. And, bonus and my Adam's apple is just about as big as my head is. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Hey, I, I, I'm telling you guys, I'm working with Joey Logano. Yeah, I pretty, I do resemble him. Um, some more news here. <clears throat> SMI. Uh, just announced that their admissions or revenue is down 7.4% through June. I don't think 7.4 is a huge reason to hit the panic button, though. What do you think? I mean, we're over halfway through the season, and they basically say say revenue from admissions is down 7%. I don't think that's terrible. Obviously, I th- they want it to be break-even or obviously up, but... I don't. I don't think hitting the panic button is. No, I wouldn't say. No, I agree. I wouldn't say hit the panic button either. So, um, let's see what else we got. It's single go, digits. It's not double digits. Let's go back and talk. Yeah, exactly. Keep it in the single digits. Let's go back and revisit the Tyler Reddick question and scenario we yes. talked about earlier. Yes. So there's a little bit of news about this. Basically, Richard Childress came out and said the only way that they're going to be able to keep Tyler is if they move him to the Cup Series for 2020. And while they would love to do that, obviously money don't, yeah, and don't sponsorship. Don't know if the resources are going to be there exactly, to do that. Exactly, exactly. So if that's the case and Childress can't, where does Reddit go? Does he stay in Xfinity for a fourth year? Or do you see somewhere No, so like, I think it was made clear that Reddit will not do another Yeah, Xfinity. he doesn't want to do that, exactly. So hence my point with Stenhouse. If yes. you've got Stenhouse here wrecking or causing an issue every other weekend, but you got Tyler Reddick, who's won five races this year and has nothing lined up for 2020, what are you going to do if you're Jack Roush? I mean, not obviously that's Tyler's decision if he wants to go that route, but yeah, I'm just saying there's more there's better gonna be, drivers I, I waiting like in the wings. I feel like there's going to be so many moves this offseason. That haven't started yet. Because we still not only were talking about Tyler Reddick, we're also talking about Chris Bell, Ross. And on top of that, Chris Custer. Bell. So there was uh, the question to Joe Gibbs this weekend is, is there any update on Eric Jones' contract? And seemingly, he backpedaled from what he said the week previously. He basically kind of came out and said, you know, there's a lot of things, a lot of moving parts, a lot of moving puzzle pieces. Da, da, da. And so just almost, the other day, they were talking about how close, how they, close were. they were. Yeah. And then this statement kind of seemed like he was backpedaling again. So who the hell knows? And every day, people ask Bob Levine. I mean, it's coming an everyday thing. And he just like, like, I would love to have Ross Chastain drive for me. I would love to have Chris Bell drive well, for me. Well, there you go. Ross Chastain, perfect. another perfect example. Could step into the 17 or yeah. any other I, car. I almost feel that Ross is going to be going to an LFR car. Um, David Reagan has got like stretch of i think like six or eight finishes now where he has not finished above 29th there's another potential yeah but okay so maybe but what would reddit go to a car like that i don't know matt tift went to it yeah but matt tift yes but matt tift was not winning races like tyler reddick matt tift was on a different level than tyler reddick neither was daniel hemrick needless to say he's been a little more consistent yeah so yeah okay so the difference between tift and hemrick is that one? I was shocked that Tiff took that ride because I thought he was in a developmental stage where maybe this year he's he could very contend. Young. Yeah. yeah. But saying that, I think Tiff is on a whole different page than even Hemrick or Reddick 
is. Mm-hmm. So I think him taking that may all be surprising. Maybe it suits his style more, at least right now, mm-hmm. in development stages. Mm-hmm. I don't think someone like Reddick will. I think they would feel like that's a step down. Yeah, and it, it would it be a, so far out of the picture though for him to move into the seventeen? No, my only is he a is he a diehard Chevy guy? I mean, because he went from junior to RCR. You know, some people are brand loyal to in a way. I mean, we thought that about Harvick and he went to the Ford and didn't yeah. really complain about it. You know, we thought that about Stewart. Kurt Busch has been everywhere. I mean, yeah. So I mean, it doesn't really matter aside that much. From like Junior or Gordon, I mean, who's really been that aligned or that that brand loyal? I mean, we've kind of seen that go away with the la- with the sport the last decade or so too. Yeah. I mean, and from fans' perspective, definitely, you, you see guys driving Ford trucks, which written on Chevy drivers all the time. It used to not be the case. Mm-mm. So I, that's why I don't know how much of a of a pull it has anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, back in the day, it seemed like a Chevy guy was a Chevy guy. But like you said, it's really not the case anymore. But just something to think about. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of moving pieces, and that's one thing Bob Levine's been talking about is how many moving pieces are involved with this, and not only your team, but the sponsors have a say so. Yep. So maybe the sponsors see it. There's a Chris Bell out there and saying, you know what, we will resign with you if you get someone like him. Mm-hmm. Nothing against Matt D necessarily, but we might we feel like we'd be a better marketing strategy if you got X. And I'm not saying that's the case. I'm just saying that's always the potential. Right, right. Okay. Well, that's all the news that I have. Anything else you want to hit on? No, I was talking about points. All right. Points it is. You know, I don't want to. Points it up. All right. So, let's run through here. Gasman this week for Pocono had Mr. Alex Bowman and Kyle Larson bringing home 57 points. I had... Kyle Busch and Eric Jones bringing home 81 points. Ooh, man, making a gain. <laughs> not not as much as I'd like. Uh, Jeff Stainhook, Kyle Busch, and Chase Elliott bringing home 39 points. Uh, Joseph Adams had Martin Truex Jr. and Kyle Busch bringing home 85 points. John Elliott had Denny Hamlin and Daniel Suarez for 66 points. Daniel Cameron had Kevin Harvick and Al Marola bringing home 76 points. And Eddie Greer had Harvick and Jones, who's our big winner, 91 points. Dang, good job, Eddie. Yeah. Is he past you yet? Uh, I'll get to that. <laughs> and then uh, Jessica Mueller had her usual, Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, bringing home 86 points. So let's run down points. Jessica Miller retains the lead. 14.88 is her total. I'm not writing it down this week. Screw it. Uh, Joseph Adams moves into second no, place. No, no, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. No, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, he does. 14.48. You sure you don't want to write this down? No, I'm not writing it down. <laughs> oh, you sound so sad. I am. 14.48. Did you? Is this first time falling to third? I fell third for a short time. And then you went back, back, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're in third, 14.35, man. You're 13 points behind. You can get them back. (laughs) Oh, you're really sad. You hear that, listeners? He's so sad. (laughs) Shut up. Keep going. (laughs) Daniel Cameron, fourth place, 13.34. Jeff Stainhook in fifth, 13.22. 
myself in sixth, 13, 14. Uh, John Elliott, seventh, 1282. And Eddie Greer uh, in eighth with 1155. So in the middle of the pack's pretty tight. Yeah. Honestly. So top three, you got about 100 points on us. So you got a way to fall before you get any further down. But, you know. Top four doesn't or five. take much, honestly. Top though. four or five of us, yeah, we're we're in the thick and battling hard. So this weekend we are going to Watkins oh, Glen. Oh my gosh! I think it'll be a good race, man. Uh, last year's a hell of a product with Truex and Chase. Chase getting his first win. You think Chase will repeat? No, heck no. Not the way he's been trending. He doesn't have the momentum on his side. Isn't he? He's not in the mental state. Why you say that? Because the dude's been what, what's what's his best finish in the last but, but month? Men, and a half? Mental state. Yeah, so it's all momentum based. So mentally, you're beating yourself up whenever you start having all these bad finishes in a row. If you're not in the right mental state, you're gonna make bad decisions. Maybe, and the road but, course is a place to make a bad decision. Maybe, but Hendrick was fast at Sonoma. I don't care. I bet he does not finish in the, as long as they don't have any. He doesn't finish issues. in top fifteen. Oh, ouch! It's a bold statement. Um. Yeah, so clearly you're not going to <laughs> chase this weekend. No. Um, all right, who's your picks? Kyle and Truex. Oh, copping out. All right. Just kidding. I am actually going with Truex as well, just because dude has become the road course king, in my opinion. Yeah, right? So, yeah. Um, Kyle Bush for you. And, and Chase for you? No. Although I am going to, I'm going to venture out here. I got. Very little points to lose. <laughs> True. So I'm going to go to Rex, as I just stated, and William Byron. Coming hmm. off uh, fourth Byron's place. Byron's been the most consistent Hendrick driver last Coming off fourth races. place at Pocono, man, and he led a lot of laps at Sonoma. It was an attempt to get stage points and, and solidify himself in the top 16. But um, I, think, I think he's going to be a, a top 10 car this weekend. I almost went Eric Jones because he's still on a hot streak. He is on a hot streak, and he finished, I think, top five last year as well. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it out there: Byron and Truex, myself, and folks, send us your picks as well as your thoughts and preference for when we get to the final ten races and what we do with the point system. Yeah, absolutely. And check out the dog picture on Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter. <laughs> you put on Facebook. I did, yeah. That's Dex, everybody. That's Lug's dog, Dex. All right, folks, have a great week. We will talk to you next week, or uh, maybe I won't, but somebody will. Yeah, We'll be here. All somebody right. will be here. See you, folks. <laughs> and the check and flag waves on this episode. Tune in next week to keep updated on all things NASCAR. Please like us on iTunes and follow us on Podbean. We'd like to hear from you, so reach out to us, too, at wreckingandracing at gmail.com. Thanks again, and see you soon.